Hi everyone, uh, welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us Ms. Asta Almast, uh, who is the co-founder of The New Shop, which is India's first 24 by 7 omni-channel convenience commerce brand. Hi Asta, welcome to ELI. Hi Priya, I'm so happy to be here and uh, speaking to you and your amazing audience today. Uh, can you can you briefly introduce yourself to our audience before we start with the podcast? Sure, would uh, love to. Um, so I'm Asta Almas and I am uh, the co-founder of The New Shop. And as Priya rightly said, uh, we're building India's uh, first and largest omni-channel convenience commerce company uh, that's open 24 hours, serving um, in locations like residential areas, mass transit hubs like airports, railway stations, uh, gas stations, with a with a clear aim to solve the problem of quick and standardized access across the country. Yeah. Uh, help me understand what is convenience commerce. This is a new term I am I'm uh, hearing. We are pioneers of uh, building that in India, no? So um, okay. happy to actually be coining this term for India. Uh, so sure. convenience commerce actually is a multi-trillion dollar industry globally. Uh, especially in countries like Japan, USA, China, there you know many many uh, convenience uh, commerce chains. Uh, the popular ones being Seven Eleven, which is like the you know the oldest, most popular, and the largest uh, format. Uh, mm -hmm. Then there's Circle K, Casey's, um, Speedway. Uh, you know, in in Indonesia, you have chains like uh, Indomart. Uh, Alpha Mart in China, you have companies like Family Mart. In fact, in now even Mexico has Exo uh, Exo, which is uh, you know doing revenues of ten billion dollars and 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 more. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's not a new um, new word in terms of uh, the industry has always existed in the world. Uh, but what we have done is picked up the great learnings from what convenience retail meant. Mm. and has been serving for the last many decades mm. and adapted it to an Indian-centric uh, preference in okay. a way that um, we're able to scale it super fast because our country really needs it. You know, we're the youngest mm. country in the world and we all have very ad hoc hours, uh, very different lives and uh, we're all going very aspirational, right, mm -hmm. as a young, the young audience. And um, we need convenience commerce more than anything else. And... Uh, Quick commerce, you know, the quick delivery part of uh, is, is actually a tiny part of what convenience commerce is. So what okay. exactly is convenience commerce? Uh, in, in book level definition, it's uh, any customer, if they need a product or a service, which is to be consumed within the first one hour of purchase, mm -hmm. is actually bought at a convenience store. Now, whether it's bought online, whether it's bought offline, that doesn't really matter, right? Uh, mm -hmm. The fulfillment is being is being facilitated by uh, a store, and mm -hmm. those stores are nearest to the customer. So uh, that's basically convenience uh, commerce, uh, and um, I hope I clarified it to you. Yeah, um, I understood. Uh, then, then also help us uh, understand what is the problem? Uh, why convenience commerce matters? Because there, there are lot of different retail formats there are kirana stores the online deliveries and of course the organized retail how convenience commerce is making a difference so there are multiple kind of retail formats solving for different kinds of consumer needs 
and different kinds of use cases. So, um, like you rightly said, there are uh, various retail formats in India, but they also exist uh, the same kind of formats in a country like USA. So, in large, larger retail formats, if India has a DMART, then USA has a Walmart. If India has a, a food hall, then uh, USA has Whole Foods. Uh, mm. Right. If India has uh, quick commerce companies like, um, you know, Swiggy, Zepto, Danzo, then US also has its Gettiers and Gopops, right? right? And India has the new shop and USA has uh, 7-Eleven and various other companies. So mm. all these retail formats are very various different use cases and they suffice for different needs of a customer. Now, uh, what need are we really solving is the need of quick access and standardized access as closest to the customer as possible. Okay. So um, where a customer really is concentrated and there's some kind of captive audience, um, the traditional retail formats are not really in the vicinity of where the customer is. Mm -hmm. And people realize more during COVID. Um, you know, if you have to go to a supermarket, if you have to go to a grocery store, uh, you have to travel at least 15 to 20 minutes to get mm -hmm. to that place. Yes, there are quick commerce companies, but they don't sell pretty much anything. Right. Uh, sorry, pretty much everything. Um, uh, quick commerce companies also have restrictions, also have locational restrictions. And quick commerce is something that's very popular in urban areas. Mm. We are solving the problem of true Bharat. So we are as popular in Rotak, Agra, Meerut as we mm. are in Delhi. So the problem of quick access is not a problem just of uh, big urban centers, but mm. also the entire country. And, um, you know, as, as living in metro cities, we all have access to modern retail. But uh, you will be surprised to know that the modern retail penetration in India is just a 9%. So 91% of it is actually unorganized retail. Mm. So if you, uh, you know, at, uh, you want to buy a shampoo or you want to buy eggs or you want to buy, um, you know, non-veg um, uh, at any time of the day, or uh, even a pen drive. Uh, you're not going to go to a Kirana store. You know, Kirana store has restrictions around what they sell and they're mostly grocery focused. Mm. But there's so many other things that customers could need instantly, right? Um, uh, you you could need, um, you're hungry, you could need um, something to eat quickly. Mm. Uh, you know, you're going out with friends, you uh, probably need some pan products, right? Tobacco products. Uh, you, you could need um, anything that would require uh, to be, consumed in the next one hour. For example, there's a woman who suddenly realize, uh, realizes at midnight, oh, I'm going to be cooking uh, chilas in the morning for breakfast. Mm -hmm. um, and she's realized that, uh, oh, I don't have basin. So okay. uh, where does that woman go and buy, right? The supermarkets are closed, the Kirana stores are closed. Um, mm -hmm. And, and then the time is of essence. So okay. it is that problem that we're solving. Now, it's not just products, like I mentioned, it's also services. So, in fact, five months ago, we were the first ones in the country to launch instant printing services at our stores. Uh, we we also uh, launched instant ATM services at our stores. So, we are looking at solving, uh, you know, any customer, uh, any 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 pain point of a customer, be it a product or a service. In a highway stores, we're also offering car wash services mm -hmm. or a toilet service, right? Okay. So, it's a it's a combination of product or service that use within the first one hour of purchase, and. The thing with us that differentiates us from the rest is penetration, the keyword, right? Uh, we we are targeting, um, uh, you know, 30,000 gas stations in the country. We are targeting 500 railway stations of the country. We are targeting dense neighborhoods. Uh, we are targeting highways where retail has not ex at all existed. 
and we're not a grocery store we're a convenience retail store hmm. uh tell us a little bit about uh, what is the traction we have received, received so far in terms of how many stores we operate uh, how many employees we have now or what what is the kind yeah. of merchandise we are selling awesome so we are close to about 70 stores now uh and employ uh, about 550 people uh we our first store opened in december 2020 and mm. it's not even been two years and we scaled uh, so quickly uh, in fact a lot of employees of ours who joined us from traditional retail backgrounds mm. are so shocked because um, they've never heard of 70 stores in less than 18 months mm. so that's that's also a mindset of what we are looking at and what we are how we are solving it uh we uh, we we've served close to a million users uh we have uh, brand partnerships with uh, close to 500 brands and uh, per store level sku's we have close to about 2500 uh we very recently launched our app and our digital loyalty program uh for 45 days ago and we've already crossed uh, more than 100000 downloads and um, signups for our loyalty program uh we have we enjoy extremely um, high customer loyalty and retention rates mm -hmm. so you'll be very happy to know because of a hyper local nature and captive audience as well as brand presence you know it's a brick and mortar store maybe delivering online as well but mm -hmm. a physical brick and mortar store where a customer can come for experience um the the experience along with various uh, luxury services that we offer spoil our customers right mm -hmm. so um we have um, we enjoy like i mentioned very high retention rates about uh, 8% of our customers actually now 10 10% of our customers visit our store daily or order from us daily about 58% of our customers order from us at least once a week and now we have super users as well uh, about 1% of them uh, order from us close to 5 to 6 times a day so we enjoy these this traction and um, 70 stores in 18 months our next target is 700 omni uh, channel stores in the next 18 months got you uh, now i have lot of questions around what you just said uh, first of all i would like to know how 70 stores in uh, just two years time how you are what is what is feeling that exponential growth and uh, also can you i'm i'm uh, pretty sure that is uh, the inherent nature of the business model because um the the business model or how you oh, take margins on the products would be different mm -hmm. from the traditional retail because uh, you yes. are operating in a different time zone and you know the model is a little different so tell us about it how how does the commercials work so uh, should i start with how the quick expansion yeah so the quick expansion happened because uh, we understood how traditional retail was uh, struggling to expand uh, there were multiple reasons uh, around this and also e-commerce was struggling with deep penetration because it's extremely high costs of customer acquisition mm. so we realized that the best way to scale a business is to marry the e-commerce and the offline world and that's how we thought of omni channel now uh, we're solving all the retail challenges for example uh, retail traditionally has uh, spent a lot of money in store construction so mm. extremely high capital expenditure costs which make retail very very asset heavy uh, the second thing we saw with retail was uh, the time they take to construct a store is insane so mm. you know if you're paying a rent at a place uh, you may have up to a 45 day of rent free period 
But uh, if you're taking six months to construct a store, you are literally bleeding money without really making any money. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, that was the third, second thing. The third thing we noticed that that traditional retail does not enjoy good margins. Um, and and the problem is because they keep discounting. I mean, typically when you think of a retail store, you're te technically only thinking of discounting. Yeah. Also, when you think of e-commerce store, you're only thinking of discounting. Mm. So discounting cannot make a customer loyal to you, right? Yeah. Um, so hence, it, it actually cuts your into your business. It cuts into your uh, uh, profits. In fact, uh, most of the retailers in India are loss making. Most of the e-commerce companies in India are also loss making. Mm. And we didn't want to be doing that. Um, E-commerce also has its challenges, extremely high customer acquisition costs. Um, uh, you know, they don't have location presence. So their delivery charges, their return charges, all of those are like really high. So mm. this is what we did to build our business. Uh, number one, uh, we bought our CapEx really low. So okay. our cost of construction is actually uh, about 70% uh, less than a typical retailer would spend on, on a per square foot basis. Mm. Uh, number two, we started building modular stores. So our time of construction is also less than uh, 15 days. In fact, uh, tomorrow we're opening a new store which was built in 10 days. Mm. So uh, we're building the time of construction down drastically. And we think of a store as a product. It's mass manufactured in a factory, right? Mm. Um, the third thing we did was we are, you know, we are closest to the customer and we are selling convenience to a customer. And okay. when a customer is coming to us for daily purchases, you know, mm. like they've been going to Kirana store, they're not expecting a discount. So we never discounted any product. And because um, we enjoy omni-channel presence, uh, mm. whether it's a large brand or a small brand, the margins we work on are almost the same as Reliance. So mm. our gross margins are in north of 30%. And that's because of um, uh, great deep brand partnerships we struck from the beginning, mm. as well as um, very smart product and category mix that we've built. So, um, you know, that's how we took care of the retail-centric challenges. And for e-commerce, uh, you know, that physical brick-and-mortar store, which is, mm. you know, 24 hours on a big hoarding, flashy lights, mm. uh, has been enough to attract a customer into our store. So, if, if you're in an airport, if you are living in a residential area where there's a new shop, there's no way you would have not seen the new shop within the first two months of the store opening. So, mm. uh, we, we played on captive audience um, and great customer service who then create a word of mouth networking effect, who attract more customers. So wherever we are, say there's a 10,000 families living in that locality, all 10,000 of them shop from us. Hmm. So that's how we've been able to scale so rapidly and we're working on a franchise model. So rather than us spending time and effort in trying to find uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, great locations, hmm. as well as uh, uh, blocking our capital in uh, building stores, we actually franchise it out. And our franchise owners, because our, they are on revenue share, act like our equal partners. You know, we don't call them franchise owner. We call them business partners. So okay. we all together work as an ecosystem to grow new shop and take it to the next size, which is why the next 18 months, I know we'll be at 700 stores. So the first mm. 70, 18 months help us create a strong foundation. And now we're ready to scale. Uh, we've also created a really amazing technology, which is solving for our entire supply chain. So everything is built in-house uh, because we are, we're a 24-hour store that operates omni-channel. So there was really no company in the world who was building technology to support our kind of um, needs and challenges, right? So we had to build our own supply chain, our own inventory uh, management tech, our own point of sale also. I mean, you're looking at 10,000 stores, so you can't be uh, spending lakhs 
uh, on right. uh, point of sale systems. So our point of sale system is built for as little as 10,000 rupees. And then uh, we had to integrate the entire system. So we created our own last mile delivery app as well. So the entire technology is built in-house. It took time to build it. And we were very silent about, um, you know, we were very patient that one day the growth will come, but let us get the foundation right. Mm. So today I can tell you, I'm not bleeding a single rupee in any of my deliveries. And I've not spent a single penny in trying to get to a million plus customers. Got you. Uh, you now have uh, 70 stores and uh, you are opening a new store. Uh, I understand the uh, now the effort for opening a one new store is considerably less. But tell us about your first store. How how effortful or how tough it was it to build the first store? And what were the initial challenges? The uh, static friction, if I may call it. Awesome. So our first store um, actually was the biggest contract we've ever cracked, which was with Indian Railways. And mm -hmm. that store opened in uh, March 2020, just when COVID happened. So uh, while it seemed like a cakewalk for us mm -hmm. to go to the railway ministry and tell them that, um, you know, hey, uh, you know, the, you are upgrading and renovating railway stations. Uh, so in the redevelopment scheme, allow a young startup like ours to serve our nation by developing standardized uh, great stores at all railway stations. And we'll ensure we're providing affordability with great service. Mm. Um, you know, our new government has to be credited that they trusted three young founders uh, with nothing else but a crazy passion to build that store. Mm. And uh, we didn't have the money for it. So we put in some of our money along with the borrowing loan from Mudra. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know, uh, we knew that we have to build the store in 15 days because, um, you know, we always knew that we don't want to waste, uh, uh, you know, uh, rentals. Um, mm -hmm. and, and the sooner you build the store, the sooner you make money. So um, the team literally slept at railway station. Uh, it was mm -hmm. Anand Vihar railway station in Delhi, which is where our first store happened. Uh, mm -hmm. the, the team literally slept there. Um, you know, our fabricators were constructing the store and that's how the first prototype was born where we confidently knew that now we can build uh, our stores in less than 15 days. So Anandya railway station store was ready in about 18 days. Mm. And um, even though there was COVID, the kind of footfall in railway station is so huge that our store was profitable in, I think, 20 days. So okay. great learning experience, but uh, COVID happened. And uh, by first week of April, lockdown was announced. So mm. um, unfortunately, we had to close the store. Uh, but that led to... Um, lot of learning lessons on um, you know how to save money in construction uh, how to create the fastest pos in the in the country because uh, in a railway station when a train lands and departs there are mm -hmm. close to 200 people standing at your store right. uh, and all things very quickly so mm -hmm. um, all that technology nuances that today we confidently know we have built uh, happened because of the experiences of anand vihar railway station and because we were successful in anand vihar railway station uh, we knew that this model is going to be super successful in tier two, tier three, and non-urban centers of India. Mm. So um, that's our first store story. Um, then, you know, we had to wait for the lockdown to be lifted, the first wave. And um, we started construction of our second store in November uh, 2020. Uh, it's quite funny. Um, we just raised a round of seed funding and me and my co-founders both got COVID. Uh, all three of us got COVID at exactly at the same time at the time of store construction. Mm. So it was so challenging uh, managing things remotely, but uh, we, we uh, stuck to deadlines and um, 
you know our early employees are not really our employees they are our founding team members so uh, with everyone's help um, in december um, our store in suryaniketan delhi was up and running and ever since then uh, we've achieved speed of opening 15 to 20 stores a month okay uh, you said uh, uh, the ministry of railway gave you a chance to work uh, because of your passion uh, because you were a team of passionate people i want to understand how did you reach the level of passion uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your early life prior to entrepreneurship what led to entrepreneurship what triggered the entrepreneurial seed in you so unlike my other co-founders uh, i am an entrepreneur by accident okay so uh, my story is uh, that um, i don't know if that's the right thing to say but i think i'm multi talented mm-hmm. and i have various interests okay. so uh, you know i was always considered as, as an outlier or uh, you know an outcast whether it mm-hmm. was my school or my college because i was always thinking differently i was always um, not really following what everybody else was doing so uh, which is why i studied various subjects so you know i did my graduation in economic honors um, i did my then i worked for like multiple years um, in in the banking and finance sector kept getting bored suddenly realized i want to go to the fashion industry um, did my masters uh, in fashion management and retail uh, realized that uh, you know fashion is a little maybe uh a kind of like a world where i wouldn't feel that i'm solving a purpose so mm. went to i kathkara did my finance degree there when i was landing my dream job uh that is when um, uh, you know the hr consultant of a company told me you mm. are so fixed. you want to do fashion you want to do finance you want to do um, retail you want to do uh, bollywood you mm. know what you are uh, better suited to be an entrepreneur <laughs> you are lost here and you are wasting your time and effort you are totally unfocused so i uh, it honestly pinched me because um, i thought i'm somebody you give me any task and i'll do i could fit myself in any um, any kind of a department right. so uh, which is when my um, uh, i'm also a qualified graphic designer by the way so which is why when uh, my co-founder who is also my brother Uh, who was mm. studying in the us back then uh, called me and said um, i'm starting up and i think you're my perfect founder so do you want to join or not because stop wasting your time in in interviews and companies uh, when you know you're capable of creating much more so um, i think he kind of like brainwashed me into the right thing mm. and uh, before i knew it i was designing my first um, uh, smartphone game with charak and money um and um, uh, you know the game was an instant success and the guys decided to move to india set up this first smartphone gaming company mm-hmm. but our story of uh, wanting to build convenience retail also started at a railway station okay. so uh, back in our struggling days we used to live in mumbai mm-hmm. and we used to take a local train from andheri to church gate every day because that's where our office used to be and every day we would travel like ad hoc hours and you know every day i would pick up a juice or a packet of water or some food or something which was from unorganized retail and it was unhygienic and not standardized sometimes i didn't even know if i'm going there if a shop is going to be open mm. and you know tarapani and i used to long for uh, the 711 experience in india and mm. we didn't have it right and we used to you know back in the days in 2013 uh, 14 wonder why 711 not opening in india man and uh, 
that is when when uh, we were thinking of um, a new business to start uh, it was a no brainer for us to start a convenience retail format in india uh, and started from a railway station because we had really suffered that in the past uh, life of ours so that's a little bit about my um, past life uh, i don't think i can think other way uh, because i think entrepreneurship is a state of mind it's not a state of doing mm. and when i reflect back i think as a kid anything and every time that i did something differently it was my entrepreneurial mindset that made me do things differently and uh, i wish i was appreciated for for that and i wish it didn't take me 30 years to realize what i was really born to do and meant to do so mm. um, i think building the new shop is something that i was born to do and uh, very exciting doing that my final question uh, tell us what is the meaning of entrepreneurship for you how like you like you already said entrepreneurship is a mindset not not uh, what you do but about how you think and all uh, but define entrepreneurship how would you define the term entrepreneur i mean i don't want to go by book definitions um for me uh, a state of mind of an entrepreneurship is a state of mind of a problem solver mm. so anybody who finds something uh, in 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 any circumstance as a problem if they have a mindset of constantly cribbing about the problem i don't think that's an entrepreneurial mindset but if they're in the constant state of mind thinking of various problems and how i can solve it i think that's an entrepreneurial mindset and entrepreneur may not just mean somebody who's starting a business mm. uh, we undermine the importance of that entrepreneurial mindset even within organizations mm -hmm. um, you know um, there are entrepreneurs within organizations there are entrepreneurs uh, in our house in our moms who are constantly thinking of uh, cool cool things to cook for their family so entrepreneurship is a state of mind and if it's given little support and capital it's uh, capable of creating uh, you know something much larger than what they've been working on and uh, empowering many more people like them got you uh, on this note uh, we are up with time thanks for your time asta and it was a great pleasure to have you on our platform likewise uh, priya lovely speaking to you and um, hope our listeners enjoy our conversation just like we enjoy talking to each other absolutely i really enjoyed All right Priya thank you